welcome to another episode of No Plans to Merge. I'm your host, Caleb Porzio. I'm your other host, Daniel Colburn. And today's episode is brought to you by... Brock! Brock Porzio. Brock in the building. That's right. It's a Brock party. It's a Brock party. Brock is in the mm-hmm. house. Um, the Brock is hot. Brock is hot. And, yep, we shipped him in mm-hmm. for a Newfound Glory concert. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're playing uh, here, and I bought uh-huh. tickets just uh-huh. on a whim, you know. On a whim. She's like, you got to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. And they're like foundational. Dallas, yeah. The US is falling down. You got, you got to take the fact that you. Yes. And if anybody out there around. is listening and is like, what is this new Fun Glory business? Listen to Sticks and Stones, that album. That's the album. That's the album mm-hmm. that made me. And Brock. And so, anyway, I realized that, like, the only other person in the world who understands what I feel when I listen to these songs mm-hmm. is Brock. Like, Big no, Brock. like, a buddy of ours when we were really young burned us a mix CD and it had a bunch of songs on it like this. And then whatever. This, okay. So, I realized, like, the only thing standing between me and this happening is money. Mm-hmm. And they had round trip flights from Denver for 277 bucks frontier mm. that's pretty freaking good right direct yeah, for, flights for an experience yeah so anyway so bought the tickets i told him this like three days ago i just called you know, him what, I've, just what like, i've heard hey. is that millennials are less interested in buying things and more interested in buying experiences exactly <laughs> that's so funny because that is not me <laughs> but it is what they say about millennials yeah but and it is what you just did it is what i just did yes in that sense it seemed like a drop in the bucket it's just like dude come on like no i was gonna like drag somebody else to go with me who wouldn't even enjoy it and then i'm like i should just fly brock in yeah and he was gonna drag someone in they're gonna talk shit the whole time yeah it's just you know so anyway so there's that this episode's brought to you by brock he's in the other room can you hear him on the phone if you can hear him on the phone (laughs) just tell me at all listen and i'll go out there and set him straight okay it would only be fair because at some point this cricket is going to go off because I have a cricket in my house that I oh, can't really? find. No it. way. Yeah. That's good. So that's like Brock um, talks on the phone. My cricket plays a concerto. It is what it is. If you were a TV show, this would be. Do you remember? There's like a, a word for episodes. That was a TV show. Episodes in a TV show that like that they do like once a season or something. That's um, all like with a subset of characters all in one like room or one. Oh, what do they call it? So that they can like save on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have a word. They for have it. a name for it. I yeah. know about it because of community. Oh, what was ah, dude? What's the name, man? Yeah, they have a name. Ah, uh, I'm going to look it up really quick. Be like, so Breaking Bad has a fly up ep- the fly episode. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad fly episode. Um, And maybe it'll just like show up but i don't know whatever i'm not gonna get it but yeah one of these one of these things where they're like saving up budget for a more crazy episode and so they do like a one set episode with a subset of characters so they can basically spend no budget bottle episode a bottle episode yeah so there is an episode so you know community right have you seen community a little bit yeah so the whole bit with community is that like often they will do episodes that are tropes that are like common episode types of either TV shows or movies or whatever. And so they do an Abed is the like film nerd. And he's always like explaining what type of episode this is to you. 
And so they do a bottle episode and he explains what a bottle episode is. Nice. That's funny. Yep. Yes. There's a, I mean, every show has bottle episodes. Yeah. Uh, I think the Seinfeld one was when they were, the, the entire episode is them circling a parking garage mm-hmm. to find their car. Um, yeah. Every, every show's got, got one or two. Um, yep. So, yeah. So, Daniel. Caleb. Daniel, we have topics. We have, we've, I've got a First and topics. foremost, though, NFTs is the topic. NFTs is the topic. So I do want to talk about reducers, yeah. but NFTs we'll is the topic. About, let's talk about reducers later. First, let's talk about NFTs. Okay. I feel like you wanted to talk about NFTs last week, <laughs> and you've like bought some NFTs. I bought a NFT, yes. You bought a NFT, and you're up 50%. Is that what the situation is? I was up 50%, and then I sold it. Yep. Yeah. So you are. But I up never cashed 50%. out, and it's in Solana, and then Solana went down by a bunch. So I actually okay, lost so you're down. money. <laughs> yeah. God. But I didn't like lock in the loss. It's so. it's a cool stable system. We like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I did actually just buy a a, a soul hemp. <laughs> what? <laughs> David Hemphill's NFT project. Oh my God. <laughs> I bought a JPEG of David Hemphill for like seventy bucks, sixty sixty bucks, sixty five bucks. Okay, so <laughs> why don't you give the pitch for why we should all care about NFTs? I don't want to. I want to. I want to talk down. about why we shouldn't. Ugh. Okay. Well, let's just talk about like what what we think about. That. Like, what do you? Let think? me talk so, like, about my aesthetic. My aesthetic. I feel like experience. I got one foot in each little room here, so I want I want you to just rail like super I hard. I just want to talk NFTs. about first my aesthetic experience of being on the internet for the last month. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I don't like being on the internet right now. Yeah, okay. It's so lame, dude. Tell me why. Be me on Twitter. Okay. Clicking around, reading tweets, whatever. Every single tweet is an NFT tweet. There's a lot of NFT tweets. It's all NFTs. (laughs) You find a refuge of a tweet that's not an NFT tweet, right? right? A tweet about uh, whatever, like... Something hey, we released valuable. a new version of RxJS. Yeah. You know? Did they? I don't know, but like... Oh, that's really specific. Uh, well, I was seeing a tweet by the guy who did, who works on RxJS, but it wasn't actually about a new version of RxJS. It was about something else. I forget what, though. Anyway, what are all the comments? The comments are, wow, what if you found a way to tie this in with NFTs? <laughs> oh, here's a bot posting a link to NFTs that they want you to buy just because this is a developer tweet that got some traction. Any oh, programmer wow. tweet that's getting traction now has bots in the comments linking to NFTs. Yeah. It's gross out there, dude. It's yeah. nasty. It's, uh, it's interesting, it's like, Daniel. It is, as, it is as gross to me as like, uh, like when I go to a, a person's blog who left comments enabled. Okay. And their comments are full of like knockoff Louis Vuitton handbags and Russian casinos. Yeah, yeah. No, that's silly. It's like, what is this? Like gross scam sure, sure, sure. That's that people are doing. So I'm going to come at this from a few different angle, angles. Okay. I'm going to take the position of the NFT overlord. But I, you know, I really am like half and half. Like a, I feel a lot sure, of those yeah, things. Yeah. We're, we're all playing an extreme character, an extreme yeah. version of ourselves. Cause I'm also yeah. like, kind of like, I don't know, is there a way that this is useful and interesting? I don't see one yet, but 
Yeah. So I'll, I'll be the, the NFT fanboy. And so the mm-hmm. first angle I would come at is like, and I, and I do mean these arguments is like, mm-hmm. cause I have these inside my head. It's like, okay, well, so first, I mean, it, the technology is cool. Like the concept sure. is cool. And, and this whole idea of like scarcity is just so fundamental to economics that, that it like makes total sense. It's not weird to me that some, Oh, you would pay all that money for a JPEG. Well, no, like that's not what you're paying for in the same way that like, Oh, you would pay all that money for a piece of paper of like a, it's a baseball card. Like, like, well, yeah, it is a piece of paper, but it's also, you know, something else anyway. Sure. So that, uh, that doesn't really like trigger me or anything. Um, so what am I saying here? I guess I'm saying that first and foremost, the technology is pretty cool. And you could see how like, um, Miguel, dude, this is the silliest freaking thing in the world. And if he listens to this, I'm going to kick myself. How do you say Miguel's last name? Have we ever figured we've, that out? No, we've dude? said it so many times. Oh, I think it's Fiedra. That actually makes a lot of sense. Fiedra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Miguel we've tried it. We've, well, I used to like put too many. I would say, Pfiedra. <laughs> yeah, I think I used to call him like Peter Fedra or something, <laughs> which sounds like a feta pita. Miguel Fiedra. Fiedra. Okay. Fiedra. I think it's Fiedra. Okay. Miguel Fiedra. Maybe it's just Fedra. Miguel Fedra. <laughs> Miguel. Federal Reserve Bank of the United Miguel States. Miguel Federal. Uh-huh. Um, he did a little like pets nft project thing where it's like sure. a gigapet but mm-hmm. for nfts so and there's no like monetization scheme or anything it's just an app that has a back end but the back end is the blockchain and mm-hmm. your login is your wallet and i think that's really cool like sure using this and just kind of being like oh my gosh like he has a totally secure and like trustworthy database and it's and he doesn't manage it you know what i mean it's just like it's kind of crazy yeah no that's cool and the in they they busted that um dude at OpenSea for insider trading um did you see that like this dude who works at OpenSea, the nft marketplace he like knew what things were going to be put on the dashboard like the next day so he would buy up the nfts that go on the dashboard or on the landing page they would go way up and then he'd sell them and somebody caught him just because it's a public ledger and you can just see that, you know, mm-hmm. publicly. Um, yeah. So, which I think is really cool. Like, and which, so, the, so the dude just posted clear, on Twitter was like, Hey, open clear, one of your if, dudes is if doing he had this. Just, if he had just bought and sold them with different wallets, he wouldn't have gotten caught. So, yeah, I guess. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Right. Like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of ways to right. That's the thing is, it's like it's public and it's out there, but yeah, it's it, it's obscure. Can mm-hmm. be. Um, um. Okay, I want to talk about the concept of ownership because this is fundamental to the whole NFT thing, right? Okay, bud. So let's like talk about property and ownership and what it is, right? You love to talk about property, Daniel. What I'm not going to do here is I'm not going to take the anarchist position that property is theft because that's a fun argument to have. Private property is inherently theft. Yeah. I can, I know that argument well enough that I'm pretty sure I could defend it reasonably on this show, but I don't actually believe it. So, um, that being said, yeah, property, like in the conventional, in the conventional, like way that we treat property and ownership, right? Ownership is a legal concept. 
right? Um, primarily, so there's like conventional ownership, which is like non-legally constructed ownership, which is defined by uh, possession and use, right? So for example, uh, I don't have a piece of paper that says that I own my lawnmower, right? I don't have yeah. the receipt anymore. I don't like, I can't prove that. Well, this lawnmower is pretty recent. So I probably could prove through like credit card statements or something. My that Home I own, Depot. <laughs> that I own this <laughs> lawnmower. Whatever. My Lowe's but, like, card. My previous lawnmower before this one, I bought yeah. for cash at a pawn shop, right? I don't have the record. The pawn shop probably doesn't have the record anymore. It was years ago. Yeah, I get you. If someone came and stole my lawnmower, like, You'd say, hey, give me back I my could, lawnmower. I could like report that as theft because my ownership of the lawnmower is constructed by uh, possession and use, right? So the fact that I possessed it and I was the one who used it, uh, you okay. can you can basically establish constructive possession of the lawnmower, yep. right? So that is like one sort of ownership. Then the other sort of ownership is ownership that is like defined contractually somehow right um yep. so for example i own dan colburn llc because i have a document that says that i own dan colburn llc and i have the right to sell all or part of dan colburn llc and doing that would require some other piece of documentation that like establishes the ownership of someone else of all or part of this llc right so when you create a digital work, right? Yeah. You own the copyright on that digital work by default, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's nothing in the technology of NFTs that has anything to do with your legal ownership of that, right? So NFTs are mostly like a proposal for like how ownership could work, right? Like, they're basically saying, like, hey, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, this was how ownership worked, right? The, that the idea that, like, an NFT of a digital asset actually transferred the legal ownership of that digital asset and right. transferred, like, the copyright rights of that asset, right? So, like, yeah. if I were to record an episode of No Plans to Merge, like this one, like, we could mint an NFT. Maybe we should just for the, yeah, just of for the beans episode. of it. We could mint an NFT <laughs> of this MP3 of this podcast. Totally. Right? Yeah. And we could put that NFT out there. Yeah. And it could be bought and sold on all sorts of marketplaces. Yeah. But more interestingly, somebody else who is not us could mint an NFT of yeah. this podcast. For sure. And then that NFT could be bought and sold multiple times, transferring who owns this podcast. And then one of those people who bought the nft of the podcast could then publish it on their website saying this is my podcast that i bought and own enjoy my mp3 yeah. um and we could sue that person in a court of law and win because that person does not own the podcast right okay so i i think that there's there's nothing being transferred with these nfts well so hold on though like Agreed. Totally. And what you're doing, like, I mean, that's that I think that's the first place that anybody's brain goes when they hear about this NFT business is like, okay, you bought a trippy bunny JPEG, but like I could just download that JPEG. 
So that's not the, that's actually not quite the point I'm making. So that, that point is, um, that I feel like that's the first point everyone says, which is like, oh, well, like, but you could just like, there's nothing stopping me from copying it. Right. Well, no, like, right. So yes, that's true. But what you're saying is like, there's nothing stopping somebody else from offering the same exact NFT. Uh, well, right. I guess what I'm saying is that the technical transfer of ownership through the NFT system does not actually transfer, transfer right. legal ownership. Right. So this is the thing that, I mean, that's an interesting point. Um, and yeah, and maybe like what you're saying is like, it's a proposal for a future way to determine ownership. Um, sure. but there is an implied ownership in like whoever bought the first no plans to merge NFT like mm-hmm. there's never going to be an NFT of this podcast mm-hmm. that has the same transaction history that dates back as far. You know what I mean? Sure. Or, or even like, you know, so we, what if the first one is published by David Hemphill? Yeah. What if David Hemphill publishes right. the first no plans to merge NFT? Yeah, he could totally do that. Yep. I don't know. So what, uh, what I'm saying is if David Hemphill does that, what what am I buying when I buy this NFT? You're buying David Hemphill's NFT of this episode. Right. Yep. So you're buying a derivative work. Sure. In my mind, the the NFT isn't really linked. It is linked to the to the thing, mm-hmm. but it's the whole thing. The NFT itself is wrapped up in it. Like if David Hemphill minted this episode, like sure, yeah, it would be lame. But Somebody would be buying David Hemphill's NFT of that thing. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, I, I guess I know what you mean. Yeah. You're buying the NFT. You're not buying ownership of the work, is what sure. I'm saying. And I think that's generally understood. Um, maybe. Um, I don't think that's generally understood. Okay. So I think that the pitch is that this is going to be... So the problem with digital art is yeah. that digital art is infinitely copyable right sure and so digital art will never command the same prices as physical art because with physical art you can sell the original copy yeah and someone can own that and that commands particular value because there's only one of it right yeah um with digital art you can't sell the original copy i mean you could right you sell the psd or whatever of your of your digital art right yeah but even the original copy is infinitely copyable and undistinguishable from other things yeah right and so the idea is that the nfts are going to certify that this copy is the copy that is officially to be bought and sold as the original copy right Mm, yeah that this is the thing that we are saying represents the original copy correct yes that's what it um, is. And so the the thing that I'm saying is that when I buy a Picasso, yeah. I have the right to do anything I want with that Picasso, including uh, embed it in, uh, you know, like including like broadcast it on television or uh, embed it in my YouTube videos or whatever, right? Ah, yeah, okay. But when I buy a digital work, unless there is some side effect where Ah, it's not just the NFT transferring me to the ownership, but also they like happen to sign an actual legal contract along with the transfer of ownership, 
or they happen to have written some sort of a legal contract that says whoever whoever controls the private key of right. this NFT at a given time um, owns this Which thing. Which is like, like um, the ape thing, Bored Ape Yacht yeah. Club. Like if you own a Bored Ape, you own like the rights, the creative rights to that ape. You could make a movie about mm-hmm. that ape. Sure. You know. Yep. And so like I think, but I That's think cool. like- and that is cool, but I guess what I'm saying is that like that stuff has actually very little to do with the NFTs and is just creative legal contract writing. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and, so and a like, marketplace for it, and a way, you know, just a a way to like streamline that. Yeah, make so, it like really accessible. And I think like that's the thing is that like until these NFTs are like adopted into the legal system, there's not like there's not a lot of there there it's mostly just like people playing around with like what if this was the way that things worked sure i mean i think there's i understand what you're saying i still think that it's not just what if this were the way it's like we have a way to actually write on a stone tablet you know so let's see what creative ways we can use it you know sure and and there's i mean if i sold an nft of the picture i don't know of like if i painted something and sold it as an nft Mm -hmm. you would be the owner of it if you got that nft like even unofficially you know what i mean like you would be buying it because you want to be the person who bought it you know well that's i don't think that so that's not the reason people buy art most most of the art dollars transacted in the world are not transacted because I want to be the person who bought it because you want to sell. The it's because you want to sell it again later. All right, sure. And you want a nice tax-free place to put some money. Sure, that's a you big know? part of it. Yep. Um, um, it's not the whole thing, though. At all, it's not the whole thing. It's not the whole. A lot thing, of people of buy art. A lot of people buy art for the uh, sole purpose of owning it. Yeah, and but having those a collection the dollars it. spent, like the reason that like physical art prices are inflating the way that they are, is not. I hear you. Because people like value art store. more and more every year. <laughs> yeah, it's my. Um, and so I think that like if we're going to say that like, and you know, there are cool proposals in NFTs that are interesting, right? Like the creator getting a chunk of every transaction is very cool. Yep. Right. Like That's these things cool. are very interesting. Um, Extremely. I'm just like, I don't think that the thing being communicated to casual uh browsers who are like oh i should get an nft is that you're buying nothing you're just buying <laughs> the right to say that you were the one who bought this thing but you have no legal right to it and right the- i think that most people buying nfts are just like i mean honestly dude i don't understand it i'll say that that this is a mm-hmm. weird thing where it seems like a lot of people are spending a lot of money on things that they don't even intend to resell it appears that way to me most people are intending to resell i think a lot of people are Mm -hmm. but it appears that it's more than that you know there's like the culture of holding Mm -hmm. like there's just like this crypto forever right totally it's this inherent virtue in crypto well it's very important to project holding and then not actually hold (laughs) right you need to project holding so that everyone else holds so that you can sell right sure it's the same thing with the diamond hands gme people it's the same thing you know 
No, I don't own Diamond. So like Game Hand or Game Hands, GameStop and AMC and all those, right? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. All the Wall Street's best guys. Yeah, yeah. They all talk about Diamond Hands. Diamond Hands are I have hard hands. I'm not a soft pussy little bitch who's going to sell <laughs> just because there's a dip. I'm going to yeah. hold. You got to hold. You never sell, you only yeah. buy more. Yeah. Buy the dip, blah blah blah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. This sort of rhetoric is designed to get people not to sell so that the price doesn't tank further so that you maintain the value of your asset. For sure. Right. Absolutely. And it's the same in crypto and it's the same in NFTs and it's the same in all of these stupid pump and dump scams. So, uh, I mean, it's, I, I honestly feel like there's something even more than just like that, you know? Sure. I feel well, like, yeah, no, there are, there are people And I'm trying who, to like, figure out it. why. And I'm thinking, is it like, if you bought a ton of Solana when it was like, a dollar mm-hmm. and you just have hordes of it or maybe you just did an nft project and you just made like 500 grand in mm-hmm. solana you might just throw a bunch around at nft projects for fun you know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't understand sure. it i don't understand how these i understand how the the sort of flagship nft collections work yeah like that makes sense to me but I don't understand how these one-off little projects that clearly won't go anywhere, um, no offense to Mr. Hemphill, but it's curious to me how he can sell a bunch of pictures of his face, you know? Sure. That doesn't make sense to me. People are buying it. I mean, I buy it because he's my friend and it's fun, but I don't think everybody's buying it because he's their friend and it's fun. I think no, some people are buying it because they think it's going to go up. Yes, it is crazy. Like, like they're just, anybody can create one of these. So here's the next thing is like, Daniel, let's just say that there's this thing going on right now where like you and I could just make an NFT project in mm-hmm. like a week or something. I'm definitely not saying we shouldn't. Right. I'm and totally willing to make an NFT project of the, the show like, do you, for the show. Would you not? As a bit. Well, so like if this is a really important question, I think. If you could right now snap your fingers mm-hmm. and make 50 grand by, you know, doing a little NFT project, should you not do it? And for no, what no, no. reason no should you that. not do it? No, no, no I'm asking you that. Uh, yeah, yeah, no one's saying I'm that. saying that in the back of my head. I'm like, why don't I do something, you know? Sure. Um, I'm not and saying And I keep that. thinking that like, that you're, that I'm going to get labeled or label myself with a like, you're a sleazy cash grabber. You're only a sleazy cash grabber if you do a sleazy cash grab. I think if you do what a bit, which it... is ha- the only way I would release an NFT project. Well, you're just kind of hiding behind the bit. Yeah, of course. I think you're allowed to hide behind the bit. I'm just saying that you're st- it's still a sleazy cash grab, even if it's right, a bit. The only that, way it's no, not a sleazy cash is, grab, if you're if providing the, actual value and... I know, Daniel, I know. If you're providing actual value and it, or if you put a lot of work into the thing. You know, but then it's like, well, why can't, why can't this just be a fundraiser for like Livewire or no plans to merge? Like, why can't we just fundraise for these projects by making an NFT project? You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All viable. Right. I think the only way that I would like the bit I'm talking about is like, if the bit was that like, this is a essentially valueless thing, which I think is largely the bit with a lot of these things. Right. Cause it's like. If you look at like the board ape or what any of this shit, right? Like the joke is like, haha, this ape is not worth forty thousand dollars, but 
ta-da, it actually is. Yeah. Um, like, that's the bit. But, like, to me, I think it's important to, like, actually educate some stupid people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a lot of stupid Maybe. people who are going to get burned. I mean, I think that's the case with crypto, all of in it. In general, right. Totally. That's what I'm saying. And, like, I know some people who have, like, been in crypto for a long time and are, like, crypto goons on Twitter and stuff, yeah. you know? And, like, I don't really respect it at all, you sure. know? Because so much of their tweet activity, when I look at it, is, yeah. like, obvious pump and dump shit, right? Yeah. They're trying yeah. to drive up the price of the things that they bought and drive down the price of the things that are hedges against the things that they bought, yeah. you know? And like that it's just so obvious that they're like trying to do market manipulation. And because that is not illegal in crypto, while it is illegal in real securities, yeah. right? Like because it's not illegal, illegal to do market manipulation and pump and dump schemes in crypto, that's, it's just riddled with market manipulation and pump yeah. and dump schemes, you yeah. know? And it's the same people who are these like greasy scammers who are doing NFTs now, yeah. right? And it's, you know, it is what it is. Like if you are having fun, go have fun. I'm just saying like, know who you're going and dealing with. Like you're borrowing money from Tony Soprano in here, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess like here's, here's maybe where we differ. Well, I, you know, definitely the people in my life, who are like really over the moon on all this crypto and NFT stuff are people that I generally, who or watch what I say here. <laughs> people, I'll say people who are gen, who generally get suckered into things or yeah. who are all like they're Amway people, they're pyramid scheme people, they're make a quick buck people and they really believe it. They go all in on it and they live and breathe it and they'll sell anybody and everybody on whatever you know and on it's this stuff. They're, they're hustle porn people they're gary vaynerchuk yes, they're, people. they're hustle they're, porn people yeah yeah they're, they're gary v people absolutely they're they are those and people it's all these people yeah. who uh don't associate uh oof, this is now i'm really getting on a high horse and like moralizing to people but Go for it it's people who don't associate wealth with labor so, so here's where we do. So you go, you go into this stuff and then, and then it's like, oh no, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to shut down your wall. We can go there, but you sure. know, as soon as you make a big leap like that, then I can't just like, yeah, you can't hang out with me in my, in my mind palace. I, I can't just agree to it all because sure, there's sure, so sure. many huge things that are attached to statements like that. Okay. But I will say this, what I was going to say is that, well, so I, I'm with you there. But I'm not with you in that, like, this is somehow bad, like, you're robbing from people who are dumb. Like, I'm not saying that either. Okay. Although some people are. So you can be, I'm, I'm fine with that. If if dumb people want to be dumb and go, I know a guy who's right, not right. dumb I'm, per I'm se. Like, and our, our friends Daniel, who are into pyramid Daniel. schemes and Amway and stuff. Because <laughs> we both have these yeah, friends. Who they are deserve like, to lose their money. I believe that. I'm saying those people are not robbing from people who are dumb. They they dumb. are the suckers. They are the suckers. Yep. Yeah. They sucker other people in for sure. Sure. But like I'm thinking of just NFTs aren't bad because because the value isn't like properly communicated and people just just have this like of notion course, of that course. It's, no, there's nothing inherently wrong with the technology. Everything even, that's wrong with NFTs is the culture. For sure. 
but even the culture like why not this seems like a t- well here, i think come at me little... with some of the harm with of it because i'm like i don't see how this is harmful it's not harmful yet that's the thing nfts are only going to be harmful why are they going to be harmful in the same way that crypto is right, right. which is i mean it's, it's just going to become a landscape riddled with craters of scams that blew up and people lost a lot of money yeah it's tough i i have a hard time with this sort of thing i mean i need i i want help in this area but like so a friend of ours so um, the, i think the big friend con- of my let me ahead. get this one on it this is my second try daniel sorry bud <laughs> um friend of my parents uh lost six grand in crypto can't lose this money not somebody who can afford to lose this money sure and was like dabbling in crypto and and whatever and basically like ended up on a call with somebody and shared a screen and now he's out that money and he like literally was sick and now he's getting a second job to pay this off um and so this is not a good scenario no it's Um, a very bad scenario and he doesn't know anything about technology he doesn't know anything about investments Mm -hmm. he just you know this is a hot thing a friend or a son got him and he's just he's like all right well this is the thing so gets in on it you know um and and this is kind of the same thing with that whole GameStop thing when or and the whole Robin Hood thing and how like, you know, all of a sudden Robin Hood was like, well, we don't want retail investors. We're protecting retail investors from hurting themselves. And when I when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, screw that. They're in it. They can hurt themselves. Like, let, you know what I mean? Give people like the give people sharp knives philosophy. I feel sure. the same way with crypto NFTs, Robin Hood, stuff like that. Like, sure. But, you know, uh, y- you do agree in general, I assume, with some level of consumer protection in in the abstract, right? Sure. Against You're saying like against market manipulation, things like that? Well, let's just start with like products in general, right? Like, sure, yeah. There should be laws that like stop you from selling a car that you know blows up on the highway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think that like the reason that a lot of securities laws exist is because securities trading is obscure enough and can generate enough money that it's very easy to create false promises and just rob people right yeah yeah and like ponzi schemes and pump and dump schemes and all sorts of market manipulation based stuff yeah is so easy when there's a million little penny stocks that you can manipulate that it is a serious enough problem that the government said, hey, we're going to make laws about this because otherwise the value of these things is meaningless, right? Because all value in this in securities is just going to be completely manipulated and made up, right? Yep. Now you could argue stock prices are meaningless, but that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation for another Daniel. time. Um, <laughs> who could keep up? Who could keep up? But the... Um, we're in that exact position in like normal crypto coin world right now right where every twitch streamer is getting paid to do pump and dump schemes of like you you, do you see this whole thing with like phase clan no do you know what phase clan is no okay when i was a kid and you were listening to newfound glory i was watching phase 360 no scope videos okay um it's just like yeah it's an old school like call of duty clan um so there was a big thing recently where a bunch of members of FaZe Clan got like uh, 
fined or fired or banned from Twitch or all this other stuff because they were like knowingly participating in this uh, in this Ethereum pump and dump scam on like a shit coin. Wow. And so they were all just using their big Twitch platforms to promote this coin so that a bunch of people would buy it. But they had been issued a huge percentage of the initial coins. And so they made a bunch of money and they that's robbed crazy. their viewers, essentially. Yeah, it's messed right? up. Yeah. And like, that's what's going on in crypto right now. Like the mm. in mainline crypto, like it's just people scamming people left and right. Right. Yep. And what I'm seeing happening is that all of the markers of those scams are starting to show up in NFTs, like bots responding to popular tweets with, you know, like yeah. all those markers are showing up and no one's giving me a reasonable explanation of how NFTs isn't going to turn into the same scammy shithole that crypto is, right? Yep. And like, that's no attack on the technology. That's no attack on anything. Um, all I'm saying that is, is that if this stuff isn't treated like a legal thing right and like legal consumer protection isn't implemented around this stuff mm -hmm. um and like if actual legal ownership isn't tied to these nfts that this is we're all just trading air and trading air is a really good opportunity to like rob an old man of six thousand dollars who needs it for his health care you know yeah and like we're just building a, a cute little landscape full of little gifts to scam people with you know is and like right now, most of the people who are involved are like rich developer guys who are just having fun throwing money around, you know, yeah. which is like great. Like, I don't really like, I love you, Caleb. I don't feel that bad if you lose a thousand dollars that you were just Yo, like, bro, that if you yeeted a thousand dollars into a gif, like, you're a smart enough and financially literate enough person that, like, if you do that, like, yeah, fuck you, you fucked up, right? <laughs> but like, you know, when, when like normal people who like aren't sophisticated enough to understand these investment vehicles start like just being hit with all of this weird information and being pressured into purchasing things like, like all pyramid schemes, this yeah. requires an infinite supply of new suckers. And over time, those suckers become people who can afford to lose the money less and less and less, mm -hmm. you know, and eventually you're just stealing from the poor to feed the rich. Yep. Yep. I think, I think there's a whole lot of nuance. Um, <laughs> there's my rant <laughs> because I'm with it. I mean, that's a good rant. I like it. It's a good rant. I, you could apply that same logic to a lot of things that are totally fine. Um, but, so some or I mean, maybe if you can apply that logic to something, it's not fine. It's not totally fine. Like what about like baseball cards? Uh yeah, I don't think that there's like a a huge amount of uh like pressure to dump your life saving into brace baseball cards though. In your spaces. Yeah. Maybe they're listening maybe. to Gary V. <laughs> Is Gary V telling people to buy baseball cards? He's super into cards. Oh my god! Super in <laughs> God, this guy is so dedicated to like making a show about how to get rich that makes people poor. Yeah, he uh, loves to tell people how to get rich and actually make them poor along the Gary way. Gary Vee's so weird because I actually like like him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Any anything he says, I don't like actually disagree with that much. It's just, but he's the same he's thing with so NFTs. like not ashamed about like he just whatever it is, he's going after it. You yeah. know, 
And that's his whole bit. Like, mm-hmm. like Vine, he was the first one there. You know, he yeah. always talks about you know, that. You know, I had like, a hat. Just like, let's do it. Vine's 13. over. TikTok, let's do it. Let's he do sent TikTok. me a signed hat when I was 13. No way. Yep. On Justin.tv, the precursor to Twitch, um, he was live streaming on Justin.tv when he made that uh, video podcast called WineLibrary.tv. Okay. Which I knew about because he came on Dignation. Um, and so I was just like, I learned a lot about wine before I'd ever had any wine. <laughs> uh, turns out I later become an alcoholic and have to stop drinking. Um, but, uh, that. <laughs> but, uh, I, I learned a lot Gary about wine. responsible for more than just yeah. NFT. I learned a lot about wine before I, uh, ever drank any <laughs> wine by like watching. Dignation doesn't make you an alcoholic. Nothing will. I wanted to sit there and drink with my buddies in a laptop since I was 12. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I was watching his stream and I was like, he had a hat that was like a Pandora hat when Pandora was new. He was like, yeah, the, the founder of Pandora gave me this hat. Anyone want this hat? I'll send it to you. I was like, Pandora, like the bracelets? No, the streaming company. Oh, word. The music streaming company. <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, I'll take the hat. I live in Japan. He's like, you live in Japan? That's crazy. I was like, yeah, I'm 13. He's like, that's wild. Do you want me to sign this hat or no? He's like, I'll send it to you without signing it if you don't want my signature on it. And I was like, no, sign it. Send it to me. So, Do you have I, it? Tell me you have it, Daniel. No, it's gone. It's, Daniel. I don't then know. Then I don't believe you. Hat or, or my no mom. Belief. My mom's listening to the show. She'll confirm this. Oh, man. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's Wild. cool. That's very cool. <sighs> anyway. Um, anyway. All that being said, are we making so anyways, an NFT, Caleb? So here's that- what I think we should do. <laughs> So, I mean, so I like I've as soon as I got like into this thing, I real I knew what my fate was. Yep. If I can. Yeah. Would be to there's a few avenues like well, remember what that project you do with the stickers, Caleb? Like exactly. this is right up your alley. I know. I know. You were doing this before NFTs. <laughs> yeah. So I, I started working on like crypto punk versions of jellyfish uh-huh. of like the liveware jellyfish. Um, did I ever show any of you? No. See, no? if I was going to do an NFT, it would have to be like graffiti-based stuff. For sure. Um, here, let, let's do like an audio Daniel C. So, we'll, so this is just like, uh-huh. you know, the jellyfish. But give the jellyfish, see, give give the jellyfish hat, a hat. Give him a couple different hats. Give jellyfish a pipe. That's oh, like jellyfish Smoking pipe. bubbles. Give the jellyfish You got to make the jellyfish's eye bloodshot. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of places to take it. There's also a joint. If uh, where's the joint here? There's the joint. If you're not, like, you know, it just looks like a sig. Um, then maybe it is just a sig. You gotta make the. I smoke don't know how green. you portray the difference between a joint and a sig. You gotta make in the smoke eight green, bit pixel bro. art. Um, but yeah, so I started working on this because I don't know because I like pixel art and and I just thought it would be cool. Yeah. Um, it yeah. So I think it would be fun. To do like a jellyfish NFT project, uh-huh. um, but I don't know. I got a lot of stuff to do, but I think that, I think that would be fun. And then I also feel like it's just a cash grab. So, mm-hmm. and I don't know if like I'm really like have like the time and energy to provide value with the NFT, you know. So I don't think mm-hmm. I want it to be more than a cash grab. But on this podcast, I'm thinking, what if it was just like, what if I did a an NFT project of jellyfishes and all the proceeds went like all the money I made went back into Liveware and Alpine. Like not into my pocket for me to work on out Liveware and Alpine, but like into like designers and stuff people. and yeah. like contractors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um 
That'd be pretty dope. That would be cool. Right? Because then I wouldn't um, feel like it's a cash grab and it would be a cool project. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think that's fine. I think there's I think there's literally nothing wrong with you doing a cash grab because you know that your audience is just like people who are informed purchasers of nothing. Right. right. Like if, if I were to do an NFT project, like my promotion would be NFTs buy, are weird some and useless. And yeah, because like, like you're, you know. <laughs> you're funded by people buying nothing, basically. Hey, bro. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But like that's what your sponsorship situation is, right? No, dude. <laughs> no. But I, mean, I know what yes, you're saying. You do use the sponsorship <laughs> to get access to the screencasts and all the other stuff. But like everything I do. A, a huge number of your sponsors are just giving you money because they like to give you money i maybe that's true daniel i will confirm nor deny yeah you'll have to talk to the sponsors anyway up with the sponsors all I'm saying after is, the show if you were to make an nft project people would buy it because they want to give you money not because of anything else i smackle yeah for sure um if we were going to do an nft project for this show it yeah. would have to just be all the funny clips oh dude that would be so sick like you can own the clip oh, about blowing man. up the van you can yes. own the clip about Rudolph the reindeer having fake friends. Dude, bro. Yeah. Wait, Daniel, this is a brilliant idea. Yeah, I mean, it is funny. Daniel, we have to do it. Shake on And then it. We, we have to, uh, then Shake we make a right deal. Now. Me and right? Daniel are shaking on it. It's happening. We folks. make a deal that Dude, any, anytime we reference a bit that's been sold as an nft we have to like we have to shout out the owner at the end of the podcast we have to say like this bit is <laughs> we by. have to request access to the <laughs> to the clip dude honestly that's freaking brilliant yeah no it's good and then we could do a so we the get all, sucky we, part's gonna be digging up all the, all the clips. clips i know it's trash <laughs> but hey fortunately uh we can just it. steal justin jackson's labor because justin jackson's done a lot of it he's for done us. a handful of yeah yeah so right. we'll steal his labor. Oh, dude, yeah. We'll, yeah. Got to do it. And then we got to, can we do a 20% time? Can we like talk oh, to, can we, can we get like, yes, because none of this means anything, right? So like when we create the NFTs, we're not actually claiming that we own 20% time. We're just making an NFT of something someone else owns. Cause that's something you could totally do in NFT. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. We're just going to randomly, you know what? We should make an NFT of the Titan logo while we're at it, you know? Because we, we should. could just do that. <laughs> we should do it. NFTs are so stupid. NFTs of like each employee at Titan. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just make an NFT of Dan Sheets' you face. own the person. Hey, would you like to pay me, Daniel Colbert, for this picture of Dan Sheets' face? <laughs> so, okay. We have to do a no plans to merge NFT, dude. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. If only for the bit, right? And uh, here, just just to like make it controversial, right? Like, because I know like half our list, most of our listeners disagree with me because they're all like fancy little crypto boys. Um, for the, all the listeners who disagree with me, like you can really show me what time it is by like really just buying a lot of these NFTs. I bet more. And then I'll be proved wrong, not. and then I'll look like the dumb dumb socialist. I think that we're the old men in the front lawn, old men yelling at the NFT kids in the front lawn. Uh-huh. And I think most of our listeners are as well. You think so? I think our listeners are us. Yeah, I probably would have driven them away already with all the labor talk if they didn't For sure. agree. Yeah. No dote. No dote in my moaned. No dote in my moaned. All right, so our <laughs> NFT is going to be the Laravel logo. 
the Tailwind CSS logo, a picture of Adam Lavin's face, a picture <laughs> of Taylor's face, a picture of Matt Stauffer's face. Um, what else? What else? What else is good? Uh, the Facebook logo, React. The Kellogg's um, logo. Kellogg's, yeah, the cornflakes. The Apple logo. You know cornflakes were created to make you not masturbate? Do you know about this? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, Charles Kellogg. <laughs> Of the I'm Kellogg just Empire, trying to figure out where was the a story really ends. like puritanical guy. Yeah, um, and he wanted to make a cereal that was so bland that it would not be uh, lascivious. Um, like a sweet cereal is a little bit too horny and <laughs> might encourage masturbation. What, dude? Corn? And so, oh, cornflakes. Cornflakes. I'm thinking Kellogg's of corn pops. I'm like, dude, bro. No, Those are flakes. loaded with sugar and they're delicious. And I yeah. always want to masturbate when I eat corn pops. <laughs> Kellogg's cornflakes were created uh, to not uh, tempt you to touch yourself. Wow. And that is going to be featured in our NFT somehow. <laughs> Dude, oh, I'm so excited about this NFT project because it's going to force us to go back through the, the archives, archives and extract bits that are really funny. Yeah. That I will want to listen to. And then to. we can do a clip show where we auction them off. That's what we do, man. Yeah. Maybe we do maybe we do it like a live event. Yeah, like a best of. And then clip every show time auction. one sells, like we shout out like we the ring purchaser. A bell. Yeah. We ring a bell and we um and we play the clip. Oh my god. Um, so there's this Twitch streamer who I was watching. Sick dude. There's this Twitch streamer I was watching. And he discovered that there is a marketplace for uh, Twitch clips being okay. sold as NFTs. So he okay. went on there and saw that like many of his own clips had been sold as NFTs. Oh my gosh! Um, and like they got the guy who made the website onto the stream and talked to him, and he was basically like, "So the way that it works is that like eighty percent of the money like goes into this like wallet." that I can't access that you can claim by like OAuthing with Twitch. And then like you would then get the proceeds from selling those things. But like I do get 20%, like, mm. blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. So this guy's just basically been like selling all these things for 20%. Um, but then it's like, well, if, if the only, if OAuthing through Twitch enables that person to, to access their wallet, quote unquote, yeah. Then that means that you must be able to access their wallet, right? Because you're writing the code that like checks the Twitch OAuth and then like accesses the wallet for them, right? So whatever central server you're running your website on, like, is able to access those wallets because otherwise yeah. it wouldn't be able to give it to them right. once they auth through Twitch. So hmm. this guy totally has like a huge pile of of coins that like he could just run off with of these like random NFTs he sold of other people's content. Anyway, it's very weird. Daniel, what are we going to call this project? What's the name? What's the collection? What are these uh, called? Like, what's no, the no plan? No plans to splurge. No plans to splurge. Um, no plans to splurge. Um. No potential to make money. No potential to make money. Um, no plans to mint yeah no plans to mint that is funny because we don't have a plan to mint, mint a nft but we will though that's the thing yeah right we merge stuff 
And we, we do merge no stuff, even merge, though that's so. yeah, that's kind of contrary to our whole bit. Um, yeah. Um, need purpose, take money. Need purpose, mm. take money. Need <laughs> why Tom no good. Need purpose, dude. Imagine freaking the NFT of the of original the why, Dom, why no Dom no good. Oh my god, dude! I would pay millions for that if I had. If I was a billionaire. I would pay millions for that. Oh, the why Dom no good, dude. Why Dom no good, dude? We mm. got to dig up. Oh, I'm pumped, bro. Yeah. The thing we is, like, have, this could take us for freaking ever. Like, if we came up with like a hundred NFTs, that would be a lot of work. Yeah. But it would be worth it. It would. If we came be. up with five hundred. That would and be so insanely. Like, okay. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. You're we should cool. do it. We should. Do I it. mean, realistically, the best thing to do would be to like do a little animation for each one. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, it, we'd have to like computer cool. generate the animations, you know. So it'd be like one of those things where like there's like a little pixel art you and a little pixel art me, and like when you're talking, yours is hopping up and down, and when I'm talking, mm. mine's hopping up and down, you know, something like that. Wow, that's insane. Um, that's interesting, Daniel. Yeah, that's version two. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we got to do. It. We got to figure out how to. Um, that's true. So we we scam people by selling the audio versions first, getting a bunch of money, using that to pay animators, and then selling the animated versions afterwards. Yeah, but give early access to the hodlers of the first. Oh, that's true. So provide them value. No, dude, that'd be sick though. Um, okay, so this is what we do. We got to come up with these recordings. So that's the homework bit number one. Well, and also like if you, the listener, have a clip that you would like to buy the rights to. Yeah, right. Go find Shout it. it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, it's settled, if you get, Daniel. If you deliver us a clip and we think it's good enough to be included in our initial NFT scam, um, then we will give you 5% of the initial purchase of it so if you go find a clip for us deliver it to us we'll give you five percent just for doing that work that we're are we helping. promising this do you not want to do that no i mean i do i guess i'm totally good with the five percent thing i'm just picturing having to keep track of all this um oh, right right i don't know we better think twice before we go Right, and like who sends it in first and all this other stuff. Yeah, we rescind that offer, Maybe we should do bounties (laughs) for certain clips that we don't want to find. Okay. Like if you can think of one. But I can't, all I can think of is like five. I know there's a lot, but. There's a lot. We're going to find them. We're just going to listen back to the backlog. We got some bits in there. Super funny. Funniest, (laughs) funniest out there. Yeah. Can we talk about reduce before we have to go? Yeah. All right, so NFTs, uh, ju- the TLDR on NFTs. They're a scam, but we're going to do one because <laughs> we... <laughs> fuck you people, we want your money. Um, yeah. Oh, man. The, one of the best things about this show is that we, we loathe the listeners. We what? Loathe the we listeners? We loathe them. Yeah, yeah we, we hate we do. them. They're like the punching bag of the show. Yeah. Oh, the butt man. of every joke. The Dude, listener. I hate the you, listener. You, the listener. <laughs> You, the listener, are fucking rude, and I'm going to take your money. Um, (laughs) I just like that we're, like, Uh, mugging our listeners with digital product. And you know what? They're little hogs, and they're going to buy it anyway. 
You know what the thing is, Dan Cole? They like their slot. When we do our money grab, we don't get paid for this. We don't do sponsors anymore. Brock sponsored this show, but he didn't give me a dime. Yeah, that's true. I paid him to come sponsor the show. You know that's what I'm saying? True. Yeah. So like, and all of our money grabs pay up, <laughs> and all of our money grabs have been for like good causes. Like, right? I know. We we raised money for uh for that guy to go to uh HVAC school in Kenya. I don't we, know, man. Oh, we did. We raised like eight thousand dollars for that. I don't know if you were there. I don't remember the HVAC thing. <laughs> I feel like um, I or no, mechanic that. school. That's what it was. It was mechanic okay. school in Africa. Okay. We raised money for his his tools and his relocation and his room and board and his books and stuff for technical school. It was great. It was a cool thing we did. Um, we That's raised so money cool. for bail funds. We did raise money we, for bail funds. We've raised money for we're good guys. We you raised know? money, and so. Why shouldn't we get our beaks wet, you know? <laughs> Papa needs a new MacBook Papa in October. Needs... Papa needs a 14-inch MacBook Pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you little piggies. It is time to pay the piper. You like our content? It's time to pay the fuck up. You freeloading sons of bitches. You're going to buy a clip. <laughs> Of this right Dude, now. Dude, you know what clip we need, bro? What's the clip where... Oh, we already, you already talked about this. It's my favorite clip of all time. The um, the Rudolph... The Rudolph fake friends bit. That yeah. fake friends I bit. I re-listened to it recently. Oh, man. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, this is golden right here. Oh, we're going to make so much money. And Dude, we're going to keep it all for... We're going to spend it on stupid shit, too. Can we wait? Can we make a deal, Caleb? We're not yeah. allowed to like do anything responsible or like good with this money. Like any money we get from this NFT mint, like has to be like just blown, <laughs> to in, blow like, it on ridiculous ways. Yeah, but I'm not experiences because that's too stereotypical. No, no, no not experiences. We need things. things. <laughs> I'm getting a gold chain, Caleb. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Yes. Bro, <laughs> just wait until like we hop on the podcast to record <laughs> and I'm just rocking a giant gold chain and some Gucci sunglasses. We're going to be the most decked out oh, fellas. Yeah, dude, that's what we need to do. Like agree to on- only yeah. spend it on podcasting equipment. And just no, have like... That, no, that's way too practical. You no, have to I know. spend You're it right. on I don't even bling. Say like diamonds on my yeah, microphone. Exactly. Um, you really just gotta. Oh, it definitely has to be a bling for yeah. sure. A chain. A chain. <laughs> I don't some have a rings. chain. How much can you know about yourself if you don't have a chain? Yeah, or some gator shoes. What are gator shoes? Oh, like gator skin like shoes. Alligator shoes. I'm picturing. Uh, what am I picturing? Crocs. Those slippers. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Crocs. Those are gator shoes. Bro, I got gator shoes. You got Crocs. Yes. Ah. Uh. Uh. Little Daniel, mm. um, LD, it's your boy LD. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's gonna be good, man. Yeah, I uh, get this is totally unrelated, but I got gator G- GitHub you got sent Crocs. me all um, these haters do be wearing socks, dude. I've never like shown you all my GitHub swag. Oh, so much GitHub cool swag? GitHub swag. So this is my God. They love you, cat. And is that for being the best sponsor boy on GitHub? Yeah, just being a friend of the sponsor. Are you the most sponsored individual Schmeckles. on GitHub? I don't know. I kind of think so, but I don't know. They also sent me this, which I so wanted one of these, but I was never going to say anything. The um, 
they did this for 2020, but sent it in 2021. Um, the contribution graph in like oh, this thing is freaking like there's like a four pound bar of solid gold for sure. Um, but like a 3D contribution Dude, you graph, isn't that, that dope? on a necklace? I know. I need a chain for this. Yeah. Oh man, this is anyway, great. I have a golden GitHub over there. I'm going to show you just for fun. It's like an it's like an Oscar, but wait, wait. How do I show you? Oh come on. There it is. You oh, see I see it? it. Peeking out. Yeah. That's a golden GitHub. Anyway. And what did you do I'm to deserve flexing. that? Um, I got. I just did a call with them. Like <laughs> That's a, all it takes. Like a review of stuff, like test Dude, it just out let them stuff. know I'm down for a call whenever, you know? I'll shout, shout you out, bro. <laughs> let them know, like, hey, you want to do a call? I'll shout you this out. This guy loves calls. This guy. Listen, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're enough for that. Um, Daniel. Dude, the okay, reduce we, function. We got to do the reduce, but we have to edit and put out the show by 5 o'clock. So we have right, 20 we have to minutes. to do the reduce really fast, then. Okay. Reduce me. Here's the situation. Reduce. You know this, re- every time you say reduce, you have to say it in the Christopher Walken voice. Reduce. Like you're doing like a, the um like a cooking show that Christopher Walken cooks that like bit. He's like, reduce. I carried this cold hunk of metal in my ass for 14 years. <laughs> um, yeah, the reduce function. Reduce. Is. Um, you gotta. Okay, so. Reduce. For the people, just quick overview of how reduce works. Uh, you pass in an initial value to reduce and you pass in a closure. The closure accepts a carry and a value. So it's sort of like a map, right? That like loops over your entire array or collection in this case. And for each item does something and then returns a value. And that value becomes what's called the carry which is then passed into the next one. So the whole intro to reduce thing that you see, you know, like when you see those little like cool little Twitter pictures that show mm-hmm. that like map filter with emojis and stuff, like all of them like filter. If there's five items and you filter them, you get like maybe three items. If it's a map, if there are five items. You get another five items with reduce. You get one thing. Spit one out. So like you could write your own sum function using reduce anything that's that's like the first kind of thing you think about it's like do i need to reduce this thing into one thing like boil it down then use reduce mm-hmm. carry on carry ha carry on carry on um so here's the situation sometimes you need to create two values instead of one value mm-hmm. from a reduce right reduce. so my my situation was like we have a bunch of prices for different like numbers of hours so you you can be here for one hour for $100. You can be here for three hours for 250 Or you can be here for seven hours for $500. Okay. Right? Or I had his days. One day, 100 Three days, 250 Seven days, 500 Okay, buddy. So you're going to tell me how many days you're going to be here. You tell me I'm going to be here for 12 days. I need to figure out like the lowest cost version of that. So, okay, well, you get credit for the seven days. Then you get credit for three days. Then you get credit for two sets of one day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I got so you. your total price is whatever nine fifty or whatever. Um, so I need, but I also need to know at the end if there was any like partial days or like say that one day price didn't exist. I need to know if there was like days that didn't get accounted for in those chunks, right? Okay. So I need to know the value of remaining days. And I need to know the value of uh, 
basically all of the applied prices. Right? I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. We can go down this road. This is, yeah, this is a hard one. But I'm one. feeling like we're not going to be able to wrap our head around. The, yeah. Too quick. I mean, I looked or at your crazy. tweet like good and hard and still yeah, yeah. like it's not clear. I'd have to start writing it out myself. Okay. So here's what, here's the basic deal. If I needed two values from a, from a reduce rather than one. Yeah. Right. So like, say for each thing I add it and I multiply it. Right. So <laughs> I need, I need a value sum and I need a value product. Yes. Right. So yeah. it's just an array of numbers. Right. Each time I add that number to all the previous numbers and I multiply that number by all the previous numbers. Okay. So I'm building up a sum along the way and I'm building up a product along the way. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yep. So it's like, how do you do that? Right. If you need to build up two values progressively rather than just yeah. building up one value progressively. So the two right. options are one, you like define the value outside and then you pass it by reference into your closure. Yep. And then you just modify it directly and it's getting updated along the way. Okay. The other option is you like pass in like an array with two values in it. So an array with a key called sum and a key called product. Which in the first scenario, you're basically using a reducer and a loop. You're just using the reducer as a loop, right? Correct. For the first yep. value, it's a reducer. The second one is just like a while loop with a mutable variable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. And so then the other one is you pass an array with two keyed values in it. And, uh, and like you... Uh, return then an array with those two keyed values. Right. So this is like a tuple. Like, right. Exactly. But then, like in the the first line of your closure, has to be get, breaking those two values out of the array. Right. And then the last line needs to be repacking them into the yep. array. So it's just kind of gross. I love me a tuple. It's but it's gross to deal with. For sure. Way less readable. Um, it would be way better if PHP allowed you to like pass, like the array destructure stuff as an argument. Like if I could say bracket mm. foo comma bar bracket oh, word. inside of my function instead arguments. of dollar sign carry or whatever. Yeah, and then having to use a line of right, code right, to right. break out the carry. Dude, PHP still can't do that. Nope, it can't do it. It's trash. Dude, what's wrong with this running, language, man? Running eight point one can't do it. Um, <laughs> trash. I know, da, 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 can't do it. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. I know. <laughs> but anyway. So I had a Twitter thread last night with me and boss Chris from my old job and Keith. Yeah. And we were just throwing solutions back and forth. And this can, I ended, I landed on a pretty good solution for my implementation. But yep. now Chris and I in our, this little discord channel that Chris started with some programmers have just been talking back and forth about ways that we could potentially do this. Yeah. Um, and we're looking at like maybe we can make reduce accept multiple carries and multiple values. Hmm. Right? So like you take reduce and instead of passing in carry comma value, yep. You pass in carry foo, carry bar. So it's just like bar. knows how many arguments and it makes the last one the value two, basically. Well, no no no, there would be multiple values. Right? So if there's four arguments, the first two would be carries, the second two would be values. Ah, I schmackle. Or yeah. the first three would be carries, the se second three would be values. Yep. Um, so anyway, hmm. uh, we were like looking at how to do it. I think the only way to do it is that you have to pass by reference the carries. Um, mm. Because you're going to have to wrap that closure inside of another function. Okay. 
that is going to like take the values and modify them and do all this stuff. So you get away from like the basic idea of reduce, which is that it returns a value. Oh, I was thinking that you would now return an array, a tuple. So that's another way to do it, right? But so, yeah, you know, so you could return an array and then have the thing like break it apart and then pass it. That's into like the, the only way function. that it would seem good to me. Otherwise, it seems like you're just beating around the, the loop. You know, you're just like just obsessed with using the word reduce. So you're just like you, you just want the word reduce, but really you just want a freaking loop. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be yeah, mutating, no, I think returning know? arrays is good too because then what you can do is um what you can do is basically uh do the like bracket foo comma bar bracket like that array yeah. destructure assignment right you can equals yeah. collect reduce reduce foo bar basically yeah. and so now we're talking about could could we bind this to the closure okay and then sort of just intuit the carries and you don't even need to pass the carries if you could figure out the name of the arguments, mm-hmm. right? Foo and ball. <laughs> Dude, this is... Okay. Then this You can foo, do that with reflection. This foo... Maybe. Okay, right, yeah. maybe. That's the thing. Yeah, so it would not this be this foo becomes the carry, <laughs> and foo becomes the yeah. item, right? So then you could say, like, this foo plus equals foo, and this bar times equals bar. Yep. Right? So Or so... Anyway... That could be really cool as well. Sounds sounds interesting, Daniel. It is really interesting. <laughs> it sounds like um sounds like the kind of thing that is like over the top, if we're being honest. Sure. Yeah, I just like I'm trying there's... to be an encouraging boy. I'm not trying to just like smackle your ensclounced, mm-hmm. but I'm definitely like ooh. I'm chasing th- something here. Yeah, yeah. I, what, chasing what is I'm good, chasing, but I don't I'm know if I like, like where you're landing. Right, right. Well, it's just like we're get we're running up against the language constraints of PHP and like the right. types that are available in PHP. Really. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So yeah, it's all kind of weird. About, like, is there? Can so you? So anyway, like, the thing I wanted to mention, and because we're so low on time, we don't have time to really go into this. I just wanted to talk oh, yeah. about transducers. Do you know what a transducer? Oh, is? Oh no, I don't know what a transducer is. So transducers are something that I looked into along the way because Chris mentioned that it was the solution in functional programming. Then it turns out Chris was wrong, and it's not the solution in functional Chris, programming. Chris, come on! But it is a really cool thing. Okay. And so here's what a transducer is. So imagine you have a big array, a giant array. Huge. Okay. And you want to filter it. So like only yep. the ones where X is true. Got right? it. And then you want to map it and return like a special value. For sure. Case, right? Yeah. If you have a giant array, you're walking that array twice to do that. Okay. Right? You walk it once to filter, then you yep. walk it again to map. Right? Say you want to do even more things, filter, map, blah, blah, blah. You can end up rewalking this array a ton of times. Sure. So what a transducer does is it basically allows you to define for filter, for map, for all of these things, what does this thing do to a single item? Yeah. And then you can create a transducer where you pass in all of those modification functions to a Mm -hmm. single item, and then Mm -hmm. it walks it a single time and then applies each of the modifications in order. That's cool. It's so cool. Um, that is cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's like a really sick functional programming concept I became aware of last night while I was trying <laughs> to solve this other thing. Um, 
there are some PHP implementations. They're weird and confusing and written by psychos who don't like good code. Hmm. Uh, maybe there's a good one that I missed, but the ones I saw are written Definitely. by psychos who don't like good code. Yeah. Um, but such a cool concept. And I was just thinking it might help. It might be. So there's a lot of good JavaScript implementations. And yeah. I'm thinking like, do you have code in Alpine that like does multiple operations on an array of DOM elements? Or like when you're like walking a DOM tree, like is there a way that mm. transducers could like help you save some time? Because like that's a place where it could actually matter. Interesting. I don't think I do any walking twice. I'm usually pretty, usually like one walk and things happen during the walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I need, if I need to be like aware of future things, I'll do the walk. And then I'll like put the operations in like an array of operations and then loop through that array to perform. So you're just kind of building your own transducer. I guess. I don't know. But that's an interesting point. Yeah. So anyway, I was just like, I wanted to put this idea in your head because you might, you might. Because I don't have that concept in my head. Yeah. It's in my head. There's a giant medium article that you can watch or a two hour YouTube video you can watch. Okay. (laughs) Transducers, baby. We got to edit the show and put it out before All right, my time to, call. Time to cue the outro music. Time to cue the outro Q-wing music. Cueing it. No, 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 no